What is up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of Rig for Dirt, the podcast that brings the adventure to you. And I am Ali. I'm Frank. And we're joined today by Bobby. Bobby, who is co-owner of Off the Grid Surplus. What's your official title here? I am CEO. CEO. And then that would make Josh, your partner, the... He's the founder. The founder. Yeah. So, you know, we brought you on today because this is the second... um, Rick for Dirt Meetup in Escondido, California, which is where you're located. We're literally parked in front of your shop, which is an awesome shop. If you guys are local to the Escondido area, you guys must come and check it out. It is a very cool destination. It's a great location for sure. A lot of cool, uh, a lot of cool stuff inside. You got a whole Jeep inside, and yep. uh, the gear is top notch. I mean, coming from 511 and wearing the off the grid stuff, they don't even pay me to say this, but I, I do find it to be a perfectly well-suited substitute for what I was used to at 511. Like, yeah, all the pockets, all the right materials, um, super comfortable. I can squat, work out, and even do a Peloton workout, which I don't <laughs> recommend, but you could. <laughs> or like, you could do what we did and show up completely ill-equipped for the weather, walk in, get a wardrobe, and walk out right. nice and warm and covered instead of a t-shirt and shorts well, when it's pouring rain. Speaking of the weather, yeah, we were not <laughs> expecting a very cold, very rainy day today. In this is so unlike Escondido. It is summer. It's in, not like it. In yeah. San Diego County. Dude, like it, it was the most beautiful drive out, actually, for a change, because usually it's this scorching hell on earth that you're driving yeah. through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like through the like Kent, the Elsinore and Marietta yeah. and Temecula. It's but normally no, hot. Yeah. Beautiful Irish landscapes, you know. Like. Yeah. I, I told Ali when I walked, when we were walked, when we were driving through, and I said, dude, if you took the snapshot of these like weird, sparse, kind of foggy clouds rolling through the hills, it, it could be the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, for it's, sure. It's, it's beautiful. It's so nice. So. Yeah, and, and as a result, we had a dismal turnout. Like we always <laughs> tell you guys about the good stuff, and usually it's good, but yeah. today was kind of like a shitty turnout. We have two competing events, a Toyota and a Jeep event, both large. Yeah. And then we have rain and weather. It and turns we, out that overlanders will get their, or off-roaders in general, will get their vehicles dirty, but apparently they don't get them wet. Well, the thing is, yeah. you know, when you, ha- when you have a Jeep, and, you know, I have a Jeep, and whenever it's, we, I just don't take it out if it's raining. Right. Because like, right now, my Jeep has no, has no roof. It oh, has, that's, has no, that's a good point. It has no windows. Yeah. It's it, summer here, it, and it yeah, never, everyone in rains, summer mode, yeah. takes all that stuff off. So, uh, it makes sense that they're not wanting to get wet on the way someplace yeah Mm -hmm. that makes sense i was having a conversation with someone at summer camp about growing up in san diego because the monsoons Mm -hmm. and i was like it's so weird for me because growing up in san diego you know that once like may hits you are not going to see rain till next january or december that's it that's not going to rain it's not going to be there's no moisture it's done you can pull the top off your jeep you can fully confident you are not going to get wet unless someone's firing a hose at you you're not going to get wet for the next eight months right and or ten months and everyone else in the country is like, oh, summer rains, normal. That's when it rains is the yeah, summer. the monsoons. Yeah, that's yeah. when it rains. And so look, go figure. Right. Yeah, it's, it's weird weather this year. Yeah. It is very Everywhere. So. so here we are. And I would be worried if the first event that we had here wasn't what I would call a success. It was. Yeah. We had some great people in San Diego come out, love it. Yeah, for sure. We were here like kind of burning it down with uh, beers from the Plan 9 Ale House next Oh, they door. were killing it. Yeah, and they had food, and and there was food. So it's like there's an oppor- there's there's definitely an opportunity to grow this this out. It's just 
bad timing. I'm glad I didn't tell him to open up early today. I know. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was you like, son of a bitch. Well, they're already opening at noon now. They told me yeah. yesterday that from they're, now on they're opening at noon, um, and so instead of the three o'clock opening time. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, and they would have opened early for Frank and Ollie to get kids. I out. mean, hey, if they would open <laughs> at nine, it would be ideal, you know. But I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> All right, <laughs> breakfast beers. <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, breakfast beers. That'd be a great flavor. What are those drinks called? Little, like a the, little bacon flavor in the beer. It's like a breakfast beer, beer. And tomato juice. Like, isn't it like a Spanish kind of uh, Bloody Mary? No. Or are you talking about the clamato? The clamato. It's like a clamato yeah. mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we just got off of summer camp last weekend. Um, this time last weekend, we were in Dogtown Lake in Williams, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. And that was a hell of an event. We've covered it a little bit. We haven't really covered the event itself. Correct. Um, there were some really cool things that went down, one of which was um, Josh and Bobby had called me leading up to summer camp. This is prior to me taking it over and just organizing it. And they were like, hey, do you think it'd be an issue if we like brought the race Jeep out? And we were thinking like, doing some races and rides and maybe like have Josh race Marco in his 392. I'm like, that's a fucking badass idea. And I'm like, Oh, that could be so cool. Yeah, that's a no brainer. No brainer. <laughs> and, uh, that went down. Yeah. We had some amazing partners come out. So let me, I'll, I'll back up just a little bit. So yeah, I had some major vehicle problems and I didn't get, I didn't get towed in to uh, Williams, Arizona until four 30 in the morning on Friday morning. Um, upon waking up, I saw Will getting breakfast going already, and I and I kind of rolled out of bed after like two hours of sleep at like seven thirty, and got got to work getting coffee going. Um, they Which were having delicious, some, by the way. Yeah, they were having some uh, power issues, but finally got the ground pounder coffee going. Jim Jim hooked it up with some beautiful uh, beans that just it was it's so delicious, so consistently yeah. good. Like you didn't even need cream or sugar. Like you just. Drink I told Jim last time, yours is the only coffee I drink black. Do you really? Yeah. Jim is, he, yeah. yeah, his is the only coffee I drink black. And uh, and then we had we had Will, and this is going to be massive plugs for all the brands that were involved, but like, you know, on the Camp Chef grills with two massive flat tops that essentially with two of these massive large grills that they have, it's the three burner with the, with the griddle on top. Yeah. It cooked, easily cooked all the breakfast for over 100 people. In minutes. Yeah. And it, like we did... On one grill, I think we did three dozen eggs at a time. Yeah, with ridiculous. like a whole slab of bacon. Dude, well, you, you see the grill at In and Out when you're driving yeah. by. It's yeah. like we had just as much grill basically. as In and Out had. Seriously, yeah. yeah, basically, it was bitching. And so I got some pictures of it too. So did be, you? yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna set up a Dropbox to get everyone's photos together. But um, and then from there, it you know it was definitely much looser than year one. Um, the circumstances under which like I kind of took over, I wanted it to be a little bit more chill. I think we went a little bit too chill, like the structure fully devolved into like Lord <laughs> of the Flies, but a lot of cool shit came out of it. Like your video, like the video that you guys ended up producing out of your 392 versus the off, off the grid surplus race Jeep. That's like, like super high production quality shit. That 100%. Came out of that. that was beautiful. And everyone seemed like they had the most amazing time. And yeah. we had some people come back a couple of people come back after that event that you guys did the sub event back to camp and they were just like beaming like people were stoked 
And uh, that was, I think, one of the major highlights. That and the shooting. So we had like oh, Gunfighter dude. Canyon. I was yeah, bummed was I wasn't going to make it to machine that. machine guns in people's hands. I told oh you you had to do it. Oh, my gosh. I, I, don't, even, like I don't even know what I shot there. We're, we're doing another video with Gunfighter Canyon. Um, we, had our, we had Brett, our, our videographer, out. And uh, he brought out this gun that was, I mean, I wish I knew exactly what it is so all the gun geeks could be like all gnarly, but just go to our <laughs> YouTube channel, subscribe, you'll see it, he'll explain it all. But, I mean, the trigger was on my thumb. Oh, the belt was, fed. Yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah. and it was just, I mean, the bullets were like, they looked like six inches long. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was super. Well, let me wait for the Harleys to drive by. Yeah. <laughs> they always see somebody recording something and they like they, oh, they give peaked, it a little they more. They peaked every single mic. That's yeah. how loud they were. Yeah. <laughs> and they weren't even like right next to us, which no. is hilarious. I mean, it was aw- they were so awesome too, and we were very willing to to pay for the ammo. Such and, an awesome and, and group, everything. right? They're like, ah, we'll cover it. I mean, we're we're good with it. So, I mean, it was it was a blast, and we we've been shooting a lot. Um, just for our YouTube channel, yep. uh, we went out to uh, JTAC Ranch in in Florida recently, and and so it's been it's been super fun doing that. But it's kind of like that tactical side of the brand. I mean, right. it's like this overarching theme of our product. We don't really like focus on it in our marketing that much, but believe me, you could wear our product um, and also carry. It's, Correct. It's something that that is important to us. So. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, the gunfighter guys were, were super awesome. I mean, that was that was that was a super that was a great highlight to the trip. That was a huge thanks to Najan, um, Brandon, and CJ over there at Gunfighter, plus the support staff that they had on hand to make sure everyone had a. Those good guys time. were probably some of the nicest guys I've ever seen, like helping you with the guns. Like they had their their method of explanation and guidance right. was not just precise, but you felt completely at ease and super chill. Like you were going to have a great friggin' time no matter what. And I had, um, gosh, I can't remember her name right now. Kevin's wife, uh, Jeep generation. Okay. Um, she was within our group and it was her first time shooting ever, ever anything, anything. Come on, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> right. that's on you, bro. Right there. Right. So we, we were like, she was nervous. She right. was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's, what we're going to do. And I go, you are in the best place possible to shoot your first gun. Like, these guys yeah. are going to, and sure enough, like, they took care of her, dialed her in. She was, she pulled the trigger because the first shot you take is a single shot, right? They don't have the auto turned on on, mm-hmm. the, on, on the gun. And so he's like, just pull the trigger. You're going to get one shot and then take a break, take, an, and take a breath, right. take another shot. And she took that first shot. And she immediately turned around with a grin, <laughs> ear to freaking ear. Yeah, like, wait, this is what it's like? Yeah. yeah. And then and he's like, wait, it gets better. And then when he finally, she took her shots, he moved it over to uh, to auto. And he's like, okay, you're going to do, hold the trigger down for a second, maybe a second and a half. You're going you're gonna to pop three, four bullets at once. Yeah. Do that a couple times. Get a feel for it. She did it. And again, ear to ear. She was almost <laughs> jumping up and down. Right. She was just like, this is amazing. It was, it was such a rad experience. I mean, you just, you feel that power. I think that's that. It's intoxicating. This, yeah, it's like this power that you feel that you could you could produce just by pulling a trigger, and you're just like, whoa, that's fun. And 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 then there's all the different types of guns. Yeah. And uh, and and you, so you're shooting the AR, you're shooting you know just the pistols and and the different types, and you're just like, 
whoo, like you turn around, you have the biggest smile on you have your a face. Rush, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was saying, I can't remember his name. I think it was CJ or one of the guys. I can't remember. But he said, um, he goes, so you get high off of this. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, the endorphins are the endorphins are real. Yeah. Like that yeah. come flooding into your brain. You're like, totally. Holy shit. And it almost feels like natural. Like oh, we've evolved from throwing rocks to throwing lead down the range. You <laughs> right. Know? <laughs> and if I was to any other any other thing, or if I was to like bring a stack of quarters and put it in front of you and say, "Hey, take one of these quarters and just every every two seconds, I want you to throw a quarter across the street," you'll never get it back. You'll be like, "Why?" Right. But you, you <laughs> put a, a box of ammo in front of somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, all day long." They're like, "They're like, do you guys take credit cards?" You know, it's almost like gambling. You know, that's exactly what happened because after we, of course, they wait till after we've all shot yeah. and we're all high as f, yeah. and they go. Do you want to shoot an anti-aircraft gun? Right. <laughs> Normally it's two hundred dollars. It's hundred dollars it like, today. Yeah, it was like he goes, he goes. Uh, this one's eighty dollars. This one's ninety dollars. And everyone's like just shaking their heads, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you my firstborn right now, dude. You could ask me yeah. anything. Like, so I'll right. empty my wallet here. <laughs> we had a, we had a lot of shooters actually, because I was, I was in for twenty bucks a head, and I ended up paying about twenty five hundred bucks for everyone to go shoot. So. We we got some people on the belt feds. We got some people. Yeah. On the, I, I jumped on the saw. Oh, like I wanted to, and I was like, ah, next time. And then I'm like, when I was already paying for everybody's ammo, I'm like, can you just throw 500 rounds on top of that, and I'll take that home with me? You know, like. <laughs> right. Do I get a volume discount? Yeah. No. I'm like, fuck it. In for a penny, in for a pound. Right. Um, it was a good time. I'm yeah, glad. it was solid. I also realized I have no idea what to do with an axe. Like, oh, and by the way, it's funny you mentioned that. I'd be a terrible Indian because I was just gonna say. So I found out I have a I have a a, a natural skill. Do you? Oh yeah, I've no never problem. thrown axes in my life. Yeah. No. And I, I threw. I threw the axes and I was in first throw just boom nailed it right on the bullseye uh-huh. I, I got by the by my third throw I was literally making designs on the wood I was like doing I was staggering them I was putting them in between I was putting axes between other axes really like it was I don't know <laughs> I don't know what that's useful for this guy I don't know if there's any money in this right but you, I have, dude, I'm sure there's competitions out there, bro. I it's am very so, popular. I'm, I had no idea I had this. It's skill. like a bowling league. Yeah, but it is a completely league. worthless skill. I told I told um, one of the guys there. I said, you know what? I'm putting I'm I'm gonna put the gun that's in like for self defense. I'm putting that back in the safe, and I'm just gonna keep an axe by my bed. Right. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> confident now. In the guy's I'm, head. Yeah, I'm confident now that I could bury an axe in anyone. <laughs> I will hurt you very badly with the back of the axe or the handle. <laughs> one or the you'll other. Get, you'll get a really bad bruise. You're gonna hurt. <laughs> It'll be non-lethal, right? It's going to sting like a mother. Hopefully you don't know how to throw an axe to pick it up off the ground and throw it back at me. But, you know, that handle is going to come right at your face. And part of it, some part, I don't know if it's the bottom, the side, or the, you know. What, everything but the blade. Everything but the blade will hit you. <laughs> Probably bounce back off your head, back to me, so I get a second try. <laughs> or the blade will hit you. Yeah. Or the blade will come back in. Yeah. I think it's yeah yeah so i have a future in axe throwing if there's I any future not. in that <laughs> but but shooting i will i will cut a motherfucker up but like <laughs> axe throwing not, not so much yeah that's not gonna happen so actually from that experience i realized how successful that was so that will continue on for next year that's awesome but and we're also so we're gonna add archery into the mix too yeah and there's no reason why we can't have axe throwing and archery on site that's true that's a really good point because i think our injury rate was only like a couple people this yeah. from the summer and it, was, it was from and, the e-bikes. And, it, wasn't and, even, it wasn't even from and, Axe. And we need, to, we need to up that number. I think we it was a little that. bit too uneventful. Uh, this That's year. right. Nothing nothing risked. Nothing, yeah. nothing earned. So we had the Super 73 bikes out there yeah. that people were getting to ride on. Like, 
we had two on site at all times and then we had five more which were supposed to be there from friday through sunday yeah but the local rental place that super 73 had come out like i i just think they were severely undermanned yeah and so they were only able to make it out on saturday and did not make it out they're like oh friday there's a sunday to this sunday. yeah <laughs> but while they were there it was enough time to have adam fucking eat shit and oh, I guess crack his collarbone. He full on like yard sailed and, on that thing. And his ribs. Oh god. Yeah. That was, well, that was, Mar- Martin from Milestone. And Martin like he also, twisted his ankle. He also fell yeah. right in front of everyone. Yeah. But I think but, all of these yeah. having one thing in common. They were one handed for whatever reason. Yeah, for whatever reason. For whatever reason. You get cocky, you get you get drunk on power, <laughs> and yeah. yep, and then down you go. Exactly. And so uh <laughs> and so, you know. I Adam was a trooper, fucking drove his own ass home. Yeah, all the way. That was mind blowing. Which poor guy, he broke his collarbone, right? And uh, and, and ribs. yeah, and, and ribs. ribs and ribs. Yeah, like he did. And he's the last guy you would ever expect to actually injure himself. Yeah, he's not a shenanigans it. type of guy. He's not a shenanigans dude. Yeah, he's just like a dude. Yeah. Um, How did that even happen? Did he hit a slip. bump or something? It's or? gravel. It's gravel. Yeah, he. It's I, gravel. Think, I think what happened was he took a, the gravel and he lost the front wheel. Yeah, he fell know? and all kinds of shit fell out of yeah. the basket. Well, I know yep. if you if the the brake is too strong on the front, you know you hit you hit that hard. You just you stopped. Gravel is different. Yeah. Even on my bike, I took my mountain bike out there and I was using it to cruise around camp. Mm-hmm. And even on that, I got a little cocky on some of the corners, and even that started to slip the front wheel a little bit. So, well, I'll tell you, you what, you add power to that, and I can definitely see how the, it happens. Those bikes, they're so lightweight. That yeah. depending on where yeah where your weight is yep. being shifted, you really will lose traction. Totally, on the front or especially the if you're not like used to being on two wheels. Yeah. yeah, like going through like the big brush and the rocks, I had to kind of like hold back a little bit, but the front would just want to pop up. Yeah, just to get over all those little mini rocks. Anyways, um, I actually took uh, Jerry from Tempo Test. Dude, Tempo Test was doing lunch. Yeah, every fucking day. So good. And it was funny because Jerry at first was like. When all that shit went down that it was canceled, not canceled, and he was like, Oh, you know, go with guys, I'm just gonna pull out my I can't you can't pull out. You have like You're never feeding pull out. people. <laughs> never pull out. Hashtag never pull out twenty twenty one. Like you can't pull out. I'm depending on you and he's like, Okay, fine, I'll stay. Well it's a good thing he did because you know, we we did that that taco standoff Dude, between which Overland was oh, yeah. and Jillian Rebecca. Yeah. And it was all on Timbo Tuss and he was there getting photos and I mean That was one of you, the official you, you events of the event. Right. You can't really like you know, you can't really plan that. It's great marketing for him. It was planned. And it was, was that planned? Oh, it was totally planned. Well, okay. So Jillian like posted it on, on Instagram. I thought it was just a thing. No, she did. I had told Marco and Jillian both, Hey, are you guys They're down to do, do like a, a cook off? Okay, cool. Yeah, right. They yeah. actually evolved it from a sampling if, yeah. with Marco and Jillian to like a full on cook off. So yeah. that's how it evolved. It felt, it felt organic, yeah. which is great. You know, that's what you want it to feel like. The whole event, that was the whole point of the event was yeah. to have these organic opportunities so there was no like booths right, right? There exactly were barely any flags there was a couple and the only time we popped out an easy up is because of the fucking monsoons coming in to like right. rain in our all our food to so. rain in our parade but the reality <laughs> was it's like everyone was there to just be part of the experience yeah. that everyone was having it yeah, wasn't it was like times. it was like a vendor show we have overland expo like we have our Correct. expo shows but it's like how does off the grid come in and like really add you guys added so much to it by like you guys had the race you guys were doing content coverage of like you know Jillian and Marco and like Floyd right. built that out. Right. You yeah, know, we it, brought the sh- we brought the shirts too, and, yeah, and shirts so all and the all the sponsors still got um, pants know, and shirts. The the sh- well, we we brought the the event shirts that right. we still handed out. You know, Which came out it, was, awesome. it was a non-event event, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the event. event. So all the sponsors are, are on a shirt that will last, you know, however long a shirt lasts. Yeah. 
And then, uh, yeah, we brought out some some cool product that the Lightning Bolt shirt, the the green ones. Everyone had the same yep. same shirt, and then our our Trailblazer Pro, more the outdoor type pant that we have. And uh, yeah, I think I I think everyone liked liked yeah. them, and we're we're wearing them, enjoying them. I mean, you're wearing them right now. Yeah, I'm wearing so. them right now. Fantastic. Yep. I'm actually wearing something really cool. Can we even talk about what I'm wearing right now? Your your My flannel? flannel. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this this color pattern is bitching. When is yeah, this coming out? Good. Oh God, it's the, <laughs> that's the hardest question to answer nowadays. Twenty twenty one. When is this coming out? Hmm. Let's let's think about it. No, I mean uh, we're we're planning on having them come out uh, before the holiday season, so winter. Um, yeah, he's taking a photo of the flannel. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so these, the, yeah. uh, Josh, so it, Josh designs the exact pattern that goes on. Yeah, the flannel. So this is, this is not, this design. is custom. This yeah. is all, this is oh, all, it's all cut and sew. Yeah, it's all cut and sew. And so it's like, we don't go, so some companies, they go out and they get available fabric right. and it's something that someone else designed, someone else created. Like I literally see the, uh, I think it's on Illustrator. He does it. He literally puts every line in the flannel. Oh like, wow! So like every single line is a pattern. So he knows how to do that. And so um, that's he, so cool. He created these, and uh, so we have a, a heather gray. We have a green one that I'm wearing. Um, yours is uh, our older yeah. one, but then we have a red one um, and a uh, like a blue one as yeah. well. I mean, the color blocking on this is bitching, just like the fat blacks and yeah, grays, and I then love the, it. the gold stripes. I mean, this actually matches my Jeep. It's a very so, cool, yeah. Very so cool to get setup. that heather color, that one it goes through a different process, which Does is it? softer. So the heather gray one's gonna be it the softest so, one. It is so comfortable. These ones are also crazy soft, but yeah, I, I pulled that I mean, one out. I'm like, how come one. this one feels softer than these ones? And and it's because of the heather patterning that that they the way that they have to weave the fabric together, it, it creates that that heather look. And so. let me tell you, we might be at off the grid, and we might be with Bobby right now, but the intent was never to do like a product plug for them. Right. It's just <laughs> I was freezing my ass off, and I had no thoughts at all of bringing a hoodie yeah Ran it never inside. crossed our minds yeah, yeah. it just i was, I was wearing shorts and right. a t-shirt I was oh like, and you bought you oh you bought those pants yeah right? i got pants and and, and a flannel <laughs> and a i like, came out i walked in like cold and walked out fully kitted out for the weather bobby's like hey why don't you just take one of my flannels i'm like nah it's cool and he came out with this one i'm like i'll take it done done <laughs> Bye. he's like i want it back i'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah, getting I it need back, that back. <laughs> there's back. literally only two of those in the world i'll go today. model it for you <laughs> but yeah, house. it's called the, it's called the destroyer flannel. Is It'll be out. Nice. I, I believe we're gonna air some in to so we can guarantee oh, nice. that we have them. We'll do a pre-order probably mid to end September okay. on them. We also have the th- uh, three colorways in women's. Um, oh, nice as well. More women's and, coming out. And uh, and the women's uh, sizing was a little off last time with with the Bailey flannel, and so this time we we uh, we fix that, and so. Um, I think this is going to work out really well. Yeah. And then we have a afterburner jacket. It's a technical jacket. The jacket's sick. I've seen that's that That's coming yeah. out as well. It's a, it'll be DWR coated. It's the same fabric as our Trailblazer Pro pants. So it's it's a nylon stretch, but it's polar fleece line. So it's like it's like a perfect midweight jacket that you can wear in the rain. It has a hood. Has uh, you know all the all the fun pockets that we always put in in everything. Yep. And so. Yeah, we're excited for the winter, and then we have a dark brown Trailblazer 5.0 okay, coming cool, out. Cool. Um, That's with, a good color. With a restock as well, with everything out. We're thinking about calling it coffee. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It, it looks kind of like that, coffee. That fits. That, that fits works. Our lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Coffee's good. Um, are, are those DWR coded? The Which Trailblazer one? Pros. 
The pros are. They are. Yep. Yeah. And they're quick dry, so everything is mesh pocket. I mean, they'll still get wet if you're like soaking them. If you're, yeah, if you submerge yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Used to, yeah, but. But they dry fast. I mean, even right now, with the rain that we're having, I've had some drops come through and they just bead right off. Yep. It's awesome. That's it. Usually that's what DWR will do. It'll yeah. bead off most of like yeah. the, the lighter rain and then be faster, drier. Yeah, and when you have something DWR, you don't want to wash it as much, right? Because uh, the the washing it, it removes that coating, and there's no way around it. Right. Yeah. Um, and the more you coat it, the less breathable it becomes. So there's just like this fine line mechanical. between how much coating do you want versus how much you know. Josh knows. <laughs> Everybody just, burns out. Everyone this guy in just this intersection. He was in the turning lane. Yeah. And he yep. totally sped in front of it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least everyone's safe. No, but uh, but yeah. So so we we always have to make these decisions that people don't think about. You know about their clothes. It's like, well, right. how much DWR do you want to put? Because that'll you know depending on the, the, the wind feel, and the, right? the, the the you know the flow through and, and everything. So, I mean, we 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 like to come up with a happy medium and, and just right. uh, put it out. And so. Oh, bitching. So beyond uh, beyond that, what else what else happened at camp that was really cool? We had the Fieldcraft guys come out. Yeah, they did a lot of content uh, this time around. Like I said, it was kind of a more of a loose schedule, so um, we uh, we didn't have it as organized as previous um, as as the previous the first year one. Yeah, uh, and some so of the guys took off to Sedona. Yep, some did guys a really cool in the morning there. they yeah. did a really cool trip to Sedona with. Uh, yeah, I was on that trip. Yep. With oh, that one dude, Adam, yeah. and uh, Mike Hernandez from uh, Fieldcraft Mobility slash Fieldcraft Survival. They kind of led that trip. I yeah, think yeah. Mike was leading, and I don't, I'm not sure who, who else was kind of like. Adam was helping out. Adam was helping out, yeah. So they had a good group go out there. That was an amazing trail. Yeah. That was a good day did, of like being broken arrow, right? Yeah, broken yeah, arrow. Broken arrow, yeah. 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 yeah it's Adam, Adam was saying it was a level three out of 10. Yeah. It's a level six out of 10. But Is he was it? telling everyone it was a three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that hard. Yeah. I mean, there, there was... I thought it was like maybe a five. Everyone got through everything. Four. There was Did some scraping a little bit, but nothing, nothing and crazy. And even when you scrape, like usually it's not because of clearance. It's because of if you have a longer vehicle that drags on the climbs because there mm-hmm. are some steep sections. But even those aren't... Were you more, here? Were you there for the Sedona? I did it with Evan. Oh, um, last year? Yeah, yeah. I did it with Evan. And um, it's more of... Honestly, the real, the real thing is it's more of a mental thing like like it really kind of messes with your head because when you're seeing and there's so many rocks and dips and moves that when you see something steep it looks way worse than it is right so i didn't think it was that hard well the way i think about it too is like it's gorgeous it's like uh black diamond on a ski slope for somebody who knows or has been around that's true yeah like yeah it's a black diamond yeah not a big deal but you know like a six for you maybe is not that big of a deal now that you've been a a point and you've seen a lot of shit yeah yeah it was good to get josh in the in the race jeep you know i mean we we've had it at tribe 16 cleaning it up tuning it up and uh and now it's it's like it's it running good it's in running the, in well the, yeah and the the clips that i've seen of it maneuvering through broken arrow look pretty good and there's that cool flat spot where yeah. you can play around pretty yeah. cool right yeah it's it's <laughs> so it takes race fuel i mean okay. it's like oh really like 15 dollars a gallon or something yeah. crazy like that 16 or whatever and it so is. anytime you we i mean we probably spent a thousand dollars on fuel just, so you guys had to bring your own fuel yeah, right, yeah. So he, I mean, he he put it he put in enough fuel that would work for the trip, and and I think he had like a hundred miles. So so it worked with the Broken Arrow Trail and, and the rest of and the wow. you know, the race and everything. But but at the end of the day, you know, the goal for that that Jeep is for for Josh to race King of the Hammers right, twenty twenty two and and win, like 
like you're going for it. I'm yeah, telling why, him. Like, why do it if you're not yeah, going like to try to win? Win this race, please, yeah. Josh. And the only way to do that is, is if he gets uh, if he gets the seat time that that he needs to learn the Jeep, learn you know learn the angles of the Jeep. Because right. I mean, King of the Hammers, you're 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 rock crawling and, and you're build confidence you're going in it, right? all that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you got to know like when is this thing going to flip? When is it not? Like when like what's the angles I'm taking? And so. It was really good, and, and actually, Martin was—he's he was like Mr. Miyagi out oh, there. Dude, right. He was Martin like, "Okay, okay, everything. Josh, do it again, do it again." He was like, "Full on, full on, like, uh, <laughs> like, like." Uh, it was hilarious. That's and Martin it, from Milestone. He yeah. really is a, he really is a guru when it comes to all things, you know, off-road. Like, yeah, guy he's, just knows his that guy's knowledgeable. Yeah. yeah, so he was. I was. I was. I loved it. You know, it was like a free training session for Josh. And uh, so that was that was that was awesome. And there was like there's that what do they call do they call it Devil's Playground. I, I forget what they call. There's an area yes. on yes. Broken Arrow. It's like one of the first sections you go through that that you can go through different obstacles or not. You know you could p- bypass them. But um, right. So he went through all the, the yeah. different ones. And, and there's a little uh, reel that we put out on Instagram to show some of the some of the main obstacles that he mm-hmm. was doing. But uh, yeah, I mean we need him to go fast and we need him to to not break and we need him to you know you know do well at koh and we need him to beat a 392 hemi power jeep is what we need him to i don't do. know yes. if there's going to be one next year in, <laughs> in the race like uh there's not a lot of those out there yeah you know marco got one because he's marco <laughs> do, you feel, right. do you feel like uh do you feel like josh's vehicle right now is kind of even killed with the pack that's out oh, at oh people people don't want that race to jeep because uh, that jeep to race oh, okay <laughs> because it's finished I think every time it's raced, no 4,600. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Dawson Allington had it before and we bought it off of him. We may owe him a couple of payments left, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, uh, but it, it's a Jeep that, that can finish and at King of the Hammers, that's half the battle is finishing. Right. And so they know, it, and it, I mean, it's fast. You saw it in the video that it, that it, it will, it doesn't quite beat the 392, right. but but for what it is, it's a different it's, kind of racing also. Right? I mean, like, I think if you put rocks in front of it, right. with that straight away, that, that distance would have been eating up real fast. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So right now we're, you know, we're, we're doing the, the road to racing series, which we're on episode three right now. This was kind of a bonus episode, the, right. the one with, which uh, is great yeah. with, with Marco and the, and the drag race. But, but you know the the goal is once it starts to pick up steam and and you know we only have a thousand subscribers we just hit a thousand subscribers right, on yeah. youtube like youtube is like the long haul right you got to post every week for like three years and right. maybe you'll get a hundred thousand subscribers <laughs> right. you yeah. know and and only if your content's good right yeah so and, and yeah. think about how expensive that is yeah i mean unless you're investment. unless you're doing it yourself you're filming yourself you're editing yourself which you know josh and i don't have time to do not everybody can be brad from trail recon yeah <laughs> right so like for us we, we we hire um, we hired Brett and uh, and his production company to do it. So we f- we fly him out and we, Such we good do work. these these videos. And I mean it the work. I mean oh, this it's is so polished, beautiful. This, this yeah. is by far I think our best video that we've put out. I mean it was I was so stoked when I when I watched it the first time. I, my, I had a, like a grin like ear to ear. I was I was just like this is so good. And, and like, I, I almost got emotional because I, I know how much work that it takes to put into something like this. Yeah. It was just, when you take something from an idea to a final product, like, and all the blood, sweat, and tears in between, yeah. I mean, you guys know what it's like, yeah. you know, and then finally you're like, okay, like this is, you almost take a deep breath and you're like, oh. It was polished. It looked great. It was good. I always have a moment 
and I and I'm sure you've had this too, Frank. Like when we have like a big turnout at Rick for Dirt or or something. But it's like I had I've had I had this moment year one at summer camp, and I've had this moment again. This just past the past one that last weekend, where things get things start to happen like by themselves like the fire is packed with like a huge right. ring of people right there's people in the common area like hanging out drinking beers like some people are playing like cornhole or whatever like whatever like around and the camp is just this living thing yeah it kind and of takes, I, takes on a life of its own and right? I take it's a organic. minute to just appreciate and soak it in of like oh okay yeah all the fucking madness that I just went through was worth it like mm-hmm. everything went off like as as bummed as I might be that, like, you know, the structure maybe was lacking or whatever, like, if I take that step back and go, dude, people are having a really good time, that's where I can really find the magic and what has happened and, and the value right. for why I'm even doing it. And, you know, I'm just a guy who always wanted people to come out to his birthday party, you know, when I was a kid. Like, and now it's like, I'm going to have big parties that involve brands and yeah. and people and just have a good fucking time. And what do you think of summer camp? it was awesome did you like i mean i, I told you like in the in the middle of it i, <laughs> I don't know. even think we had done our race yet no, you had it and i was like he we're, in, we're in for next year like yeah. you guys can't see this but bobby has this look on his face like how dare you ask no, it I was know. awesome but the people don't know and i and i wanted to kind of um reiterate that yeah off the grid is going to be a partner next year on doing these and my goal right now is to do both a winter and a summer camp yeah for next year yeah with rick Stoked. for dirt off the grid surplus fieldcraft survival you know, really bringing in some of these key partners that have been so instrumental in making these happen. And, uh, you know, Camp Chef will continue. Sony will continue. Um, new relationships will continue, like Super 73. Hopefully Shimano next year, once yeah. this COVID craziness is past us and they lift whatever bands, like, they may impose. They may impose. Um, I'm just ready for the world to get back yeah. to somewhat just normal. Yeah, Start getting mo- back to the party. Yeah. The most important thing is the community. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you allow, you, you create this container in which, in which people can come in and they could have conversations face to face, which yeah. for the last two years about, you know, like we, we've been, we've, we've, that's been taken away from us. Yeah. And so when you create that container and people, people get together, like that's when the magic happens because yeah. you could have a deep conversation with someone about something in their life that, that could possibly affect them in some way, right. could change their life. It could change the course of their life. You know, 100%. I mean, I, yeah. you know, we were just talking earlier today and, and, and we we're talking about the business things that you guys are working yeah. on. It's like, and just that conversation probably changed the course of what you yeah, guys it did. Are, yeah. It literally did. It literally did. Yeah. yeah. And so like, I'm, but you, you don't get that on, on social media that, you know, the, the fake community you get on there. I'm not saying it's all like bad or, or anything, but like, but it's a but different, it's, it's a different it's beast. Different, it's a, different it's a lot of posturing. Yeah. 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 It's different when you're, when you're sitting down with someone. And so like creating those containers, I mean, it's one of the, one of our primary mission statements is, is to create that community and we like to do it through adventure. Um, and that's, that's, yeah. that's what we're all about at off the grid. So, um, it was so perfectly aligned that I was like this, I, I don't, you know, whatever, whatever it takes, we're, we're making this happen, you know, next year, the year, yeah. you know, the, the next year. And it's only going to grow. And, you know, the, I shared with you kind of the plan to help it grow in a more organic fashion to where people don't feel like alienated by this right. influx right. of just randos where, you know, you bring, you were invited this year. You can bring a friend if you have like one of one of these coins that you can give to somebody else that we're producing and they will be able to bring somebody right. that they're going to vouch for, vet, you know, be accountable for. And it's like what that's going to create is 
people will feel more connection a to the event itself but b also to just being good people and there's a there's a, there's a trust that's that's automatically implied correct because you've got a friend who's bringing a friend they trust correct right and so that kind of like speeds up the process of that building of building that relationship yeah right and i think if we can continue to foster like what you were saying about the container like i look at us as the goal of this is create is being enablers of relationships right like building the space building the environment building the the, the, the tools be via fun, via, yep. you know, conversations to enable the community to, to grow and to build and to build a bond. Yeah. To have a good time. Yeah. And that's, you know, the goal is just to do cool shit. Yep. That's like the motto. Well, yeah. I mean, and have fun. And I, I have to remember that in my life where I'm like, <laughs> you're very, when's the, la- when's the last time I've done something just for me, just to have fun. Right. right. And you know, you try to you combine like the work and pleasure thing. And, and Josh and I get to do amazing things, go to, to go to a lot of different types of shows. And, but it still works. You know, he, we were at total archery challenge. He was shooting the course and he was like having a blast. And, uh, you know, so it, but you, we have to do that to be healthy. You know, we have to have fun. We have to remember, like, hey, I got to take care of myself too. Yes. And uh, and this is this is something that you know I think people will will see this as, hey, it's it's time to like take time for myself, and that's that's why it's okay to have you know a certain like group of people. Right. You know, you know, it's not open to the public. It's it's not just anyone come. Which like we love everyone, and there's definitely a space and time to just have everyone show up. Yep. But for, for us to like get together and just have a good time, I mean, it's a, we, we were laughing so hard. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like every conversation, I feel like we're just having a blast. So. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, a lot of that came through on the video, too. I love I love the little segment you had with Nick from Rome. Like <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. Like, what do you I, mean? It started. I think the Ford's gonna win. Uh, there's no Ford, there's no Ford in this competition, sir. <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick's hilarious. We actually that's one of the relationships that that really we we were working with him. We we made some co-branded T-shirts for Rome. Yep. And uh, and did some things with him, but I never met him. Right. I, actually, maybe I met him at like King and Hammers, like right. in passing or something. Um, but but it was really cool to like really like we went out to 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 dinner Sunday night, I think it was. Um, no, Saturday night. Maybe it was after the yeah race. after the race. Yeah, it was after the race. We we went to dinner together, and uh, we found this like. Nothing was open in Williams, you know, right. except for like the dive bar. Right. And so like we, we had fried food at a dive bar. <laughs> yeah, just it actually bar wasn't food. bad. Yeah. Wasn't bad, right? Yeah. Wasn't bad at all. But uh, you know, that wouldn't happen if we if we weren't all together. Yeah, you, you know? got like, to basically so, cement the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and that's how all these relationships happen. You know, yeah. it's like it, you know, I, I know um, Josh spent a lot of time with Brad at his at his uh, camp and you know I, the, the location was perfect yeah because you you had the main meeting area where everyone could get together you had the fire pit but then you have like the, the separate camps that people could just hang out and right. honestly like i'm gonna tune up the music for next year because i i love a little bit of a you know party but fuck man that party just did not stop and i sound old as shit saying that and maybe and maybe my place I'm a is a little surprised a little bit further that, on the perimeter but like dude, i was so <laughs> just like especially on uh on friday i was just so destroyed and yeah it was just like don't 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 i'm like i'm like but well, does this even fit in this environment fuck a lot of people had no problem with it yeah um rogue rogue spirits who supplied all the booze and alcohol yeah like, they they did very well for themselves. Yeah, they in came terms out of force, huh? Connecting with the they, community, the beers were great. Uh, the mixed drinks were flowing. Yeah, uh, they have these pre-made mixed drinks, and then the whiskey, the Dead Men whiskey, was just 
pretty rad. Yeah, we met Christina at, um, where were we? We were in Moab for yep. Easter Jeep Safari. Oh, right, And so yeah. she had Rogue there, and she was doing stuff for them. And we're hanging out at Dave Cole's birthday party, and she brought out, like, this... this um, I don't even know what whiskey it was. One of their, you know, probably They'd top shelf things. And top. she's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. And she like goes and she comes back and she has a different type of. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Are you yeah. just like the they supplier? Just keep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just keep. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps like Mary Poppins bag. It's yeah. Just like- uh, she, but she, I have to give her a shout out because she's the one that found uh, the location yeah, for the, the for the drag race. Oh wow! It was and an abandoned. Uh, that's cool. Airport, right? Abandoned airport, like you know, it's and it, so it, cool. That it wasn't like there wasn't really any, cool. um, you know, going in. Like it seemed really cool. There was a gate, but there was no like you can't come in here. There, it was like I think you know, like we're saying, it's part of the national forest or something. I, I the hangar was open. Like you guys were inside there filming. Yeah, like, it was pretty bitching. Yeah, just like a historical such a site cool you location could visit or something. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Like it was, it was, it was all abandoned. There's no one there. You're gonna like, get a, you're gonna get a phone call. Dude, you know? I, I'm, I'm a little nervous about it. Um, uh, the usage rights for my location, by the way. Right. Is. I don't even want to talk about it. You're gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it was, it was an awesome location. It was at sunset. Like we did that. So what people don't see in the video is that we did it twice. Oh. The first time they were gonna go down and they were gonna turn around and then come back and do kind of like a barrel race. Do the finish at at at. But the the dust that the that the jeeps were were um it's just too kicking much, up yeah. it like so josh turned around and the wind was blowing Couldn't in his direction <laughs> so all of marco's dust was going towards his line oh, and shit. he turned around and just basically slowed down to like five miles an hour because yeah. yeah. he's like i can't see anything yeah and you should see his face he's like <laughs> <laughs> <"This is> dirt, <laughs> just a goggle outline uh, oh man <laughs> and so and so anyways we decided to just do a one-way straight shot uh tr- drag race to the end yeah. and um and and we're running out of out of light you know so we're like okay let's just set this up really quick and, and get it going and, and make it happen dude and the dust that got kicked up in that shoot was like you couldn't have asked for better but it also it yeah it, it added so much added to it the photos like, are awesome yeah, it's amazing it was, was amazing the overhead drone shot was beautiful yeah and it, the other thing that's great about this community is there, like it seems like half the people were photographers you right know? right um, exactly. half of them are videographers you know there was a, another drone operator um yep and uh there's a lot of skill in yeah, the group yeah. right and like and so like jo- uh, or brett was like this shoot is a forty thousand dollar shoot he's like we had six cameras six <laughs> angles wow. like um and he's like normally there's an operator for each person so you, you did you it start, for you five start, grand you just start doing the you you know you take you do the dollar amounts of, of the yeah yeah and, and but it was just the community coming together and they're like oh i got a drone i got this and everyone's uh, stoked to contribute yeah, and so Austin from uh, Philcraft yep. uh, Survival, he he was he ran one of the one of the cameras. Yeah, Austin's um, a great photographer Jonathan too. So Hare, great, yeah, Hare. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He he ran another drone. Um, even even Brad was taking photos in between MC and he was taking photos with his camera. So, so I mean, rad. we just have so much awesome content from it. Angles and, it, and yeah. And it wasn't like we had to we had to go out and spend a ton of money to get that content. It was I mean, we we pay for Brett obviously, but I mean, what he does for us, I mean, he's a good you're friend of mine. Him. Yeah, you're not. I'm paying not him paying him nearly. Yeah. So if if you want an awesome video like that and you you have money, like please pay him twenty thousand dollars for a video, <laughs> <laughs> so we could keep Can using you pick him. Up some of our slide, please. <laughs> yes, please, because he he deserves it and. Uh, and I mean, geez, it, I, you just got to go watch the video. You just yeah, have to. you really do. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, you were talking about dinner. We did have Bigfoot 
catering come in every night with barbecue yeah and so while you guys were out racing we were like stuffing our faces oh we had some when we got back Did you? yeah, oh, yeah. I was there was so much and we were making like we have like a little tradition where we make quesadillas and i jumped up on it and like did some uh tri-tip quesadillas for nice. everybody um those scottles are so easy to use yeah they are so fucking easy yeah to use. so like in no time i had like quesadillas going and yeah. chopping it up um what else what else did we do we i learned how to fly fish Oh, you oh, did? I learned how to oh, fly cool. fish I love first fly time. fishing. I, it was I love it. such a different experience for me. I caught a two-inch bass. It yeah. still counts. <laughs> it still counts. Um, hey, man. Yeah. Ask, Eric, got, ask yeah. Eric American Overland about those two-inch bass. Like, DM him. He'll fucking rant about it, I think, for a good day if you let him. <laughs> Poor guy. Was, all he was trying to do is catch a real fish, and he ended up catching, like, I think his a biggest. A bunch of little ones. His, his biggest yeah. fish was like a three-and-a-half, four-inch uh, little bass. Yeah. They just they wouldn't stop. But, uh, dude, that Williams Lake area was just beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous. The, the, the town close by is, is awesome, too. Like the I, Route 66 fucking Radiator Springs. Oh, man. Right. Driving, <laughs> driving in there and, like, all, like, the neon lights yeah. and, like, the old school vibe. I saw so many classic cars just chilling. I'm like, okay, am I at a car show? Dude, right. that's what Radiator Springs was based on was Williams. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, that town. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, that was that was the whole inspiration. The I think inspiration. they went down there and mapped it out and checked it oh, out. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's a legit, it's a legit historical town. Yeah, and, and at night, if you ever have a chance, I highly recommend you drive through Williams at night because the neon signs are spectacular. It's cool. It, the whole street is lit up with every single business has these spectacular historic neon signs. Yeah. And they, it's, I mean, it, it is really cool to see. Historic Brewing is a really cool spot, too. That is a cool they've spot. A, I've been there, yeah. They've got that pizza joint yep. attached to it, which is pretty bomb yep. pizza. The roof, the rooftop lo- seating location, so you could kind of mm-hmm. overlook everything. It's, it's dude, it's, cool. there's so many little gems. Yeah. And then you're, you're like literally half an hour from the Grand Canyon. Right, right. which is so, crazy. It's yeah. mind-blowing because it actually looks like a completely different landscape, and to think that you're that close and to then, one of the biggest holes in the world. <laughs> the biggest business <laughs> the biggest business in there is like KC. Right. Like literally has their HQ they're in Williams. Right down the road, yeah. Like, actually, when you go to their HQ, which is really cool now because they have a beautiful sign. And then yeah. got this fire pit that, you know, we were building at the time when I was over there. Like, and, and Adam just finished it. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it looks great. Um, it's a combo, like, wood and propane fire, so they can do either. Um, just a great community spot. And they're going to, they have plans to build it out even more. So it's going to be a really cool destination spot for people as like Overland Expo West. And yeah. maybe not this year. It's still, you can check it out this year. But I think by next year, it's going to be really cool. So yeah. um, a lot of things happening over there. So it's just, you know, it's the, that whole Dogtown Lake area is a really no big no brainer in terms of um, doing cool things at. We even managed to give away like over 60 pairs of uh, heat wave sunglasses. Oh, that's right. To some lucky people who are around. Yeah, I, I got one. Did you get one? You know, I didn't get them from you. I, I got it from Martin, which he's such a good guy. Yeah. Was I it the Milestar ones? No, it oh. was just ones that he had. And, and he grabbed you know, the, the race Jeep. Uh, it was at the morning of the Sedona uh, Broken Arrow Trail. And the race Jeep doesn't have a windshield. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to suck, you know, like. Uh, especially right. like he's like here the, you go when you're on the freeway you. when you're on the freeway you know i was like the, all the whole way there i had right. my my, my right. hat down because uh, i forgot my sunglasses so uh he uh, when we got there he, he hooked me up with some heat waves yeah they're pretty cool no justin from heat wave hooked it up everyone was really stoked on that i mean there was just so much cool shit innova came in at the last minute yeah and i'm like dude i need yeah. some help because there's a lot of costs that are still going to be associated that you know we had some people pull out they're like don't worry we got we'll, you we'll cover it yeah. So, you know, I mean, like I said, I'm super out of pocket, but I think with everyone's help, once the checks come in, um, it'll be a it'll be a net positive. So I'm super stoked that I was able to 
keep it going because it wasn't so much that originally it was canceled, but there was a lot of restrictions that case the KC side was going to impose. Yeah, that you know brands like this, Off the Grid and it would. I mean, it definitely they weren't, they weren't the feeling it, and yeah. they didn't want to come, and they yeah. just didn't want to deal with that all that shit because they wanted to train how they train, they wanted to deal how they how they dealt, and uh, ultimately, I had to just be like, okay, let's do it. Right, I'll fucking I'll do it. I don't care. Yeah, I love it. I love not being a big corporate company. Yeah. Because we we kind of joke around like, hey, let's ask the legal department, and then we like look behind our shoulders, and <laughs> there's no one there. It's so. <laughs> <That's> a wall. <laughs> I'm not saying we don't have legal representation. We do, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, for for Josh and I, every decision, you know, and you know community outweighs everything. Yeah, and uh, you know what's what's wrong with people getting together. Yeah, the shirt that I'd like us to first work on as our collab, our official collab with Rick for Dirt and Off the Grid Surplus, is the Blood Is Thicker Than Family shirt. Or <laughs> family's thicker than blood shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's the family you choose versus the family you're born into mm-hmm. for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And this community is based on that type of family where it's like we chose to be together. Right. We chose to come together. We chose to depend on each other. Like I wouldn't have made it from Williams back home the way I did if it wasn't for Jesse Puffenbarger and Robert, and Robert. Puffenbarger yeah. to come in uh, with their son, Alex, take time out of their day. Um, not only make sure that they stayed with me until as much as we could organize for uh, Casey to come pick up was done at the end of the event. Yeah. But then to flat tow me all the way home, stop by my house on their way to their home and get me back so that. And they least, drove their Jeep, right? I yeah. Mean, and they, they drove. Yeah. They, I mean, they were, they were going to, they were going to tow their Jeep. Right. And instead of towing their Jeep, they towed mine. Yep. And the least I could do was buy their diesel and fucking yeah. lunch, but that was it. That's all they would take. And that was amazing. That's that was community, absolutely, yeah. You know? And that's what makes this so unique and what you're creating with Off The Grid and why it, I think, falls in line with what we're doing for Rick Verdure and why we're trying to grow this community monthly is we believe that the people are what make it. It's not any one given brand, mm-hmm. but it's us coming together as enthusiasts with the love that we have for it. And if a brand coincides with that, all the better. Absolutely. But really, it's the people behind it that are making it. Like, summer camp wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for the people that came to support it you know and the brands of course yep. that by way of their own um morals and and company kind of like you know structure and what do you call it like their who they are their their brand image like you mean like as individuals well as a company like what they what they represent yeah their, um, their values their values thank you yeah. fuck tripping <laughs> on the stupidest word core values core values right. of those companies yeah coming from a brand guy sorry uh, fired um, <laughs> their core values of what they represent like when those coincide with the things that we're about yeah like dude it's there's, just a win-win yeah when there's know? alignment it's yeah. like anything's possible yeah right yeah and it's so easy it's like it's like uh, hey Bobby next year to do this I'm gonna need XYZ he's like okay cool let's do it like you know it's it's not it's it doesn't become this well who are you what can you do for me like it's like he knows what the value proposition is it's less transactional right it's more about like how can we grow this we're on the same page how can we pour fire or sorry (laughs) pour fire how can we pour all over the place today how can we pour gasoline on this because it's already it's already burning well it's already doing what we want yeah yeah, that's yeah. something we talk about a lot is uh, transactional versus transformational. Yeah. So you could mm-hmm. have a transaction with someone where you're, you know, it's it's just it's just like okay, I'm giving you money, you give me this, but transformational is so, it, it's just such a deeper level. And and I have to talk to our, our we we just started with a new marketing agency, and so they're learning the brand, they're learning what we're all about, 
and uh, like I have to give like that like transformational pep talk with them. It's like, look, like we're not we're we're not going to just promote discounts, like because that's what a lot of brands do. It's like, oh, it's forty percent off now. It's twenty percent off now. It's thirty percent off now. Right. And uh, and so you could buy. You should buy because you get a discount. You know, and and I'm like, I don't want to do that. You like, don't want the I, National I, Donut Day sale. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly 20 percent off side wide <laughs> exactly and so and so like i'm like people people will buy off the grid because of what we represent correct because of the lifestyle that we that, that, that we put out there and and it's a lifestyle brand and you could do that with apparel because you know when you put a t-shirt on you you make a decision every morning which shirt am i going to wear and right. it's typically i mean if you're like me it's like what do i feel like that day i'm right. a, well i feel like wearing black and i feel like wearing a skull or something yeah, <laughs> you know right. so i'm going to wear this shirt and i like the person who put it out um you know it's the same thing with with us you know it's like if you agree with with the lifestyle that, that that we're putting out there, and and really the things that we support with with the being pro two A and being pro off roading, and you know a lot of the outdoor brands, they're just they're just yeah. not. And you know I don't want to trash on them because they have their they have their core community, and 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 we have ours. And so, um, you know, but at the end of the day, when we're putting stuff out there, it needs to have that transformational approach. And that's why we're doing things like this video where you where when we're tagging everyone, you know, yeah. you don't have to do that. Like, no. right. but I want on a show like look these are these are individuals you know they're not big they came companies. together not, to make it happen you yeah. know they're they're awesome people that came together and and like at the end of the video we put everyone's uh instagram handle yeah, yeah. and we talk about that how you know it's a it's kind of a theme i think for rig for dirt in the podcast how no one's an island right? right no man's an island all of us work together you know in some in some way on some form on whatever project it might be like we're none of us are doing this in a silo you know, well, and, I always call it like people, the people's meetup. Yeah. Like, you know, we're just facilitating yeah. something that's got some structure to it. Exactly. And maybe some exposure for them through the, through the network of social and brands. But ultimately, like, you know, like this rainy day has shown us, there is no, there is no meetup without people. Right. You know, and, you know, it's good to always remember that. Like, Absolutely. It's not one person. It's a, it's the community coming together to build the whole. Right. Yep. So, you know. Yeah, that's the biggest value proposition of doing something like summer camp and doing these more experiential style events versus like transactional style events. And and I've always said like you have those out there; they they exist already and they're they're done well. Like I don't need to go compete with Lodestone to do another Correct. expo event. Correct. You know, I was excited to. I know it didn't happen, which is totally cool. But I was excited to to hear the talk from Mike Glover. I know. I was wondering yeah. what he was going to drop. Because I know with that dude, that would have been transformational. You know, that's a transformational conversation. Because uh, you know, it, he's not a guy that does that does something without meaning behind Correct. it. And that whole crew of of you know the team guys and you know it's just like the Jockos and and right. uh, you know even even like like Jack Carr and, and you know those Cameron type Haynes, of dude yeah. Evan Hafer from yep. Black Rifle like. Dude, I've been I've been like following that dude and and uh, and like I've just Amazing. he's been yeah. on Rogan twice in the last like two months. I'm like, and there's a reason why yeah. because he has a message and he has something to say and and uh, we're we're very much uh, um, interested in that in that message at Off the Grid. Yeah. And so it's uh, I, I would love to see that next year to where like look we're gonna bring some badass in you know to to uh, to share some truth. 
right. and drop some truth bombs on us and maybe that'll be the transformation for us like for me i'm always on youtube looking for what's that next thing that's going to get me to that next level right. in yeah. my life and and uh and if i'm and dude the internet's a beautiful place and it's a horrible place sure you know it's and you make you, it it's exactly and so whatever you're you're going after is what you're going to get out of it and so you know i'm always watching the the next in, in, inspirational talk or, or like right. okay, what what's the new angle that people are taking on their you know on their morning routines and, mm -hmm. and and all that type of stuff and it and it's it's really served me well and and i i think that that uh that summer camp winter camp you know whatever we do with with this in the future can be can be some of that as well oh 100 well i mean like I said, it devolved a little bit, but I mean, I had <laughs> I had a full digital schedule of what everything was going to be, and again, things went up and down, and some of it got thrown out. But yeah, those those moments were supposed to be like these teachable moments, yeah. and I was working on that with Alan over at KC in beginning stages of when we were planning everything of like, yeah, we should do like well, like he wanted to have sessions per se, and I'm like, well, what if we just have like these fireside chats? Like, what if we just brought people around the fire, which is the best place totally. to tell a story. It's very organic, people connect. want to be there anyway. Yeah, yeah. and it, that turned into uh, Eva Rupert fucking mixing drinks out of a gas can, which was yeah. just a circus, a beautiful circus, but a circus nonetheless, of like so much energy, like the energy was crazy. Like, yeah, it was. It, like, was. it was like static in the air, and, uh, and fucking, uh, <laughs> It was it was a pretty cool um, it was a pretty cool situation and then I think yeah for next year getting somebody like an Evan Hafer or who knows dude fucking getting like somebody like Goggins out there like to <laughs> to yell at everyone for not yeah, running that, that morning that guy's great you know like I, 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 I would watch that love, guy a lot I would love 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 to have somebody like that out there representing and being part yeah. of it dude even even our buddy Luke. Yeah, like, he's another one. Absolutely, dude, Luke would have a great perspective on yep. life and just living it to the fullest. Yeah, you know, and I think it's always about educating people about what else is out there, what else they could be doing. You know, and I think people, some people are only as good as what they know, and some people are proactive and they go seek it out. They become the influencers, real influencers. Um, but you know, this whole opportunity is a is a thing where we can grow each other. Yeah, we could become better for it, like you said. Relationships, talk to one another, um, have a have a safe place to like really come together, and know, have an opportunity to have no agenda, and then have maybe a little bit of agenda so that people can come together and yeah, you build have some experiences, yeah, so that things do happen. The key the key moments and the key learnings and mm -hmm. gatherings happen, and then you leave enough you leave enough space for people to kind of expand on what they just took back, yeah. right, and and go and. And, and figure that out with other people year one was very structured yeah everything was year two was almost worse than that but then became far less right it went so the I other think, direction yeah. so i think next year my goal will be working with the partners to really find the good happy medium yeah, absolutely. to where we kind of offer a lot more grab and go opportunities and then like i was talking to martin about maybe centering some of the key group activities around like breakfast lunch and dinner and that's when, like, right, right before, right after a given people are meal, naturally gathering. People They're are already around, together. and then they can go do something together, and yep. then fuck off and go do whatever they want right. to do. Exactly. Uh, but but just facilitate an opportunity where it's like all they have to do is enjoy themselves. Yeah. And I, I think as long as we keep to that, and you know, I I decompressed with a few other people, um, Nick from Rome, um, Martin, Jillian, like yeah. you know, and the consensus was it was an amazing time, but you know. We need a balance between the two sides. Right. So, you know, it's all great learning. And I think um, having the partners that came in like Dead Man and others who really 
supported and allowed for everyone to have a great time uh, was really important. Yeah. You know? And so it's only yeah, going to get better. If you want to come next year, you better better start following these brands because they're the only ones that are going to have the coin. Yeah, yeah, the brands and to, the people. To hand it out. And, and right. the people, right? And like <laughs> And the people, yeah. You better be you better be good with your friends cuz uh they may or may not uh <laughs> invite you. Be, yeah. a, nice, next be year. a good person. Yeah, right. be a good person. Be a good person. <laughs> um anyways. So, where are we at? We're doing we're doing pretty good. Was that an hour for real? Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Talk about making I, lemonade out of some lemons. I, I, right. saw my, I saw my wife just walk by with my two babies. So, there you go. It's, cool. it's time for me to go. She's giving you the the side eye, right? It's time to wrap it up. So let's pay. Let's pay some. Uh, let's, let's pay some it. bills. Let's thank uh, Off the Grid Surplus uh, for Definitely. just being Thanks, great Bobby. hosts. Uh, it's our pleasure. We'll keep building this. We'll keep working on it. Yep. Um, I think there's some more opportunities to like get the word out. I think after today, when the San Diego Jeep Club has their birthday party, which was today, yes. and then uh, you know some of the other Toyota communities that went off to do that. I don't know exactly. There was a Toyota. It was at a dealership. Yeah. yeah it was like a dealership event. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll be able to continue the momentum we started with you know, the first event. And if the sun comes out. Yeah, if the sun comes the sky out. Sky stops crying. So crazy, man. <laughs> I thought this would have burned off by now, but nope. Nope. Still here. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to what the future brings. Uh, we've got a lot of interest up north. So yeah, that, a lot. that's going to be something. So, you know, I mean, I think this relationship with Off the Grid and I think the relationship with Rick for Dirt um, is just going to lead to really cool things to come. And I feel very thankful that you guys are involved in the way you are, especially you. You you jumped on it real hard. I thought, you know, I'm all, oh, yeah, Josh will be into it, but I don't know if Bobby will be into it. Dude, you're like all about it. So really appreciate that. Yeah, I love this. I love this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm very much the, um, I mean, Josh is such an amazing clothing designer. He's also an, an extreme visionary. It's interesting with our company. We're both visionary type people. And so, um, and so, but we have such alignment and agreement on what the company is supposed to be, which if, if we didn't have that, we'd, we'd be struggling, but we have that and it allows us to get through the difficult times and, and the times when we're like, Oh, this is tough. Like, this is ridiculous. Startup, startup life is no joke. Yeah, sure. And so, um, I'm, I'm so lucky to have him as a business partner and that we align in so many ways. Um, but I love like the, the deeper meaning type stuff. You know, I love that, that mission statement. Like when we were doing all that work in the company, um, it was something that, well, uh, yeah, the deeper meaning is what you can rally behind, right? It's what drives you. It's what it's, it's you where need you need to know that. your why. Yeah. If you do not know your why, when it gets hard, you're going to quit. Yeah. yeah. And so like, you have to know your yeah. why in your company, like yep. period. Yep. That's the fuel. Simon Sinek, like, you know, the why is the core of yeah. what any successful business will have at its foundation its values everything it will come from that why yep. i think for us it's community yeah. that's why that's why family is thicker than blood means so much to me and i feel like really it's like a it's like our rally cry yes. it's like it's the flag by which we fly everything under it's without our community the decisions without the brand priorities without the friendships the relationships like we're nothing yeah i don't care how good i am at branding or how good you are at the back end of you know relationship building or staying on top of our accounting or whatever yeah. you know all the things you do that i'm horrible at yeah um it wouldn't matter <laughs> nothing would come from it no right it'd be all be for nothing it'd be yeah. all for nothing yeah. so you know having somebody like bobby support us and and be behind us well right there we're so far ahead of the uh, the curve just from that one relationship you know yep and it's all it's all what makes this possible and allows us to live the lifestyles we want to live and get out there and adventure and allows me to go do a V8 swap in my Jeep. 
<laughs> you heard it here first, motherfuckers. It's coming. K two point twenty twenty seven. Yeah. Um, and I, hopefully I can rest after that uh, and actually enjoy yeah, it. Enjoy it. Enjoy my fucking yeah. vehicle. Um, but uh, but that's what that's what allows us to keep going forward. One hundred percent. And I think the day that we lose sight of that or lose or lose ourselves and thinking that we're too great at what we do, exactly. Any one of us is the only reason why anything's what it is. That's when we'll have lost it. And yeah, that's I'll come and lose. slap you. Yeah, Dude, please. Seriously, please. Hard. That's hard. what good friends do, right? Yeah, that's one hundred percent. You're right. You're right. Oh, does this guy just show up late to the party? Probably. Uh, let's pay some bills. Yeah. <laughs> yes, let's do it. All right. So first up is um, our good friends at Rebel Off Road. Uh, if you're looking for armor for your uh, JT JL. Um, they've got a bunch of other goodies too, by the way, not just armor. Um, they also have uh, supplies. I just found out they have like cookware now, and they—I mean—they are expanding. expanding their huge. Well, that's the thing, like huge. All right, how many how many swaps are you going to sell somebody or suspension systems? Yeah. What else can you sell them to help right. further their adventure? Right. Exactly. That's why I said you guys need them. bundles of wood in here so people can pick <laughs> up their firewood on their way to their Anza Borrego trip. Yep. Exactly. So. Uh, check them out, rebeloffroad.com. I had a really good conversation with Evan, and he showed me all the stuff they got coming. So it's going to be big. Make sure you check out their website. Next up, DeMello Offroad. Uh, Jason DeMello, a longtime staple within the Toyota community, now branching out into Fords and Lexus and what have you, the glorified Toyotas. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, the definitely making a solid product that he stands behind that no one can really point a finger at and yeah. have any fault with. Like, it's just good shit. That solid, well made stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I've been staring at your bumper here because you're your FJ is parked right in front of me and it's like I keep looking at it going like damn the lines are all perfect everything's like really <laughs> well made you know it's a very clean yeah product. he does amazing work um, next up after that is Milestar Tires that's right tell us about Milestar Milestar Tires is a tire company that makes off-road tires for <laughs> Jeeps and other vehicles but mostly I only know them as Jeeps they are actually the uh, they're our first sponsor for our race Jeep oh, are they are the yep. Patagonias going to yep. be on we're going to be running Patagonia okay. I'm totally kidding uh, they make tires for yeah. Yeah. So, no, they make um, you, you were doing such a horrible job I, I know so right bad. I thought it helped Martin out here you get the, uh, the guy from Falcon Tires trying to do the milestone park <laughs> he's like dying inside a little bit like oh but my swag we actually uh, yeah we have a swag that's what came to mind <laughs> oh my Jeez. god <laughs> anyways great guys over there Miles. dude fucking martin has i mean personally and i always say this has come through clutch for me in yes. just helping my ass in my driveway yes to the point now where i think he schedules events when he knows my jeep's down just so he doesn't have to show up in my house <laughs> i feel obligated he's, he's like dude i'm call. on a i'm on a cross-country fucking event right now sorry uh, can't make it out to yeah. help with your engine swap yeah um, but no actually engine swap will be at auto Auto Tech up in Sonora. Oh yeah, thanks yeah, to yeah. Bruiser Conversions, yeah. McLeod uh, Transmissions, McLeod Racing, and uh, and Torco Oil, like a bunch of sponsors coming to my rescue. Yep, making so, it happen. Making it happen. Hell Just yeah, huge. Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, Greg Henderson reached out. He's like, oh yeah, I know Bruiser. I'm gonna reach out and let them know that you're not just anybody. Like. That you actually have done oh, stuff within that. our industry. You're like, not just anybody. I'm like, well, I am. I'm nobody, but thanks. Like, I'll take I'm it. I'm somebody. You know? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, because they get hit up left and right by people who by nobodies. By oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> are we gonna? Are we going there, Frank? I'm just teasing you, you dude. son of a. <laughs> hey, it, it, getting sponsorships, no joke. It's, no, it's it, you have to come vetted. We're we're, you know? we're working that out with the with the racing jeep. Yeah. I'm sure this video is going to help, but. 
um yeah we're still looking for for some sponsors like yeah a, a suspension sponsor we're looking for um pretty much every, anything under that thing you know we're, we're looking to to talk to talk to companies and so we'll we'll see we'll see what what comes up soon. yeah my, my friends you know like they come to me like can you help me out with my deck? Like Josh is like, Ali, can we work on the deck? I'm like, we can work on the deck. Let's work on the deck. Yes. So. Please help Josh with his deck. Uh, dude, me, I'm all over Josh's deck. <laughs> <laughs> Got the deck covered. Full, full. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys. We're all blushing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we're talking about a sponsorship deck. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening as yeah. usual. Really thanks, appreciate. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, dude, this it was, was kind of I mean, too. No, people didn't out. show up, but hey, we got to do this, which is super. Yeah, fun. we had yeah. two. Like all he said, we got right? A third. Yeah, right. Making actually, somebody making just showed up like, at the very last minute. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's rad. Another FJ actually. That's pretty, it, another FJ. Pretty coming built. through. Yeah. Yep. So uh, check us out, rickfordert.com. There's some swags, some patches, some fun stuff. Also, the events calendar is there. That's right. So if you want to know Which what's going on. Which is about to blow up. We're about, to, we're blow about up. to do a show and swap yep. out in Ontario. I don't know if we've already done it by now, actually, that this episode comes out. So mm. may have already happened. Uh, we'll see. We've, we're we'll do another deep. one. Yeah. yeah. We'll be doing yeah. more of those with uh, Torco Oil, yep. Rebel Off-Road, and others. Uh, you guys yep. might make a stop at that, too, sure. right? Yep. Yeah, if we're, if we're in town. I'm just going to put you on the spot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Good, good shit, man. Thanks, Bobby. So, yep. where can people come find you? Uh, off the Grid Surplus, pretty much everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, and please go subscribe to our YouTube. That's one of our big targets this year is nice. to build that up, which is super difficult. Yeah. So, yeah. thank you for everyone who's subscribing. Uh, we promise to give you some awesome content there. And if you're ever in Escondido, come stop by our shop on Grand. Physical Brick and Motor. Yep. 157 East Grand Avenue here in Escondido. Uh, we have uh, clothes for you to actually try on. What are your hours? Uh, we we do uh, Tuesday through Saturday, about ten to six. Whenever you wake up, yeah. Mm, that no, fortunately, I'm not the opener <laughs> or the closer, so <laughs> yeah. Just keeps the ship moving forward. Yep. Cool, man. How about Sunday? Are you guys open on Sundays? We are not open on okay, Sundays good or know. Mondays. Oh. Well, and, but it's also our office, so I'm typically here on on Mondays. Also oh, Tuesday through Saturday. Tuesday right through now. Saturday. Okay, yeah. cool. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I am Ali at Kate the Jeep. I'm Frank at Trucky McTruckface. Do I do it now? You could if you want. <laughs> All right. I'm Bobby with Off the Grid. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, guys. guys. Bye. Bye.